Okay, gentlemen, good morning. I'd like to share with you something from Parashat Re'eh that is really a game changer in many ways. When we read the parasha in the beginning, we find Moshe Rabbeinu, Alava Shalom, talking to each individual as he begins the word Re'eh. Re'eh, not Re'u. Re'u is plural. Re'eh is singular. Sounds like he's giving a very uh, personal message to each person. And basically the message is that life has two highways. If you want to narrow it down to two. Each highway has, of course, little roads. But there are two highways in life. There's a highway of Beracha and there's a highway of Kelala. There's a highway where a person finds blessings all around him. The purpose of blessings is that they will be able to assist him to become the greatest version of himself. With blessings, a person has money to be able to give charity. A person has health in order to learn and to do mitzvot. With blessings, a person has the capability of doing many beautiful things in life, to be able to live an accomplished life. Without blessings, the word kelala comes from the word kal. Kal means light. Meaning if you're light on blessings, so you're not capable to do, you're not capable to accomplish. Lo alenu, a person who doesn't have health, very difficult to accomplish, but still accomplish, and not on the same level as if you'll be healthy. So the more a person has, the more blessed they are, the more they're capable of doing in this world. The less beracha they have, the less that they're capable. Says Moshe Rabbeinu, Allah shalom, that in this life that we live, there are two highways. The highway of beracha, where a person is given all of the assistance that they need to accomplish or, God forbid, there's a highway of kilalat. Now, I want to make sure we all understand that on the highway of kilalat, it's not what you imagined, that this highway is all curses. It's very possible in the highway of kilalat that the person, Lo'alin, who has that kilalat, or living that kilalat, at the end of the day, Curses aren't sent by the Creator. Hashem is not interested to curse us. Curses is a decision that we make. We have a choice to live our life. We could get on the highway or the other highway. It's up to us. It's a consequence of our decisions. But you have to know that kilala, I think is an important little point, that kilala is not describing a person where everything is going wrong. 
He has nothing going for him in life. That's what it sounds like. Beracha, everything is going well for you. Kelala, you're getting cursed every step of the way. Here and there and there. Not like that. And I'm going to explain to you why. How many kilalot do you need in life to mess up your life? One. You don't, you don't need a hundred kilalot to live a life of kilala. Which means that you could look at someone and externally it looks like they have all the blessings in the world. They have everything and more. If you, you could check this box, the next box, the next box. And if you have a hundred boxes, let's say, and there's more than a hundred. Let's say there's a hundred boxes to determine biracha, where you either have it or you don't have it. And you could check off 99 out of a hundred. You'd say, anybody would say, that person is blessed. But as you know very well, that it only takes one kilala lo alenu to mess up everything. You have everything you need and more. Everybody will look at you as a blessed person. But they may not realize that there's a little problem here or a little problem there. And everything is not really a blessing anymore. That's the way Hashem made the world on purpose. Because if there are two roads in life, the highway of Biracha and the highway of Kilala, and the Kilala highway, you see a person who is completely cursed, right? So which normal person is going to choose a life of Kilala? There wouldn't be one person. Obvious. You see the person in front of you, you see the highway he's on, and you step away from it. What does the creator of the world do? That we have free choice. Amazing. The creator and his wisdom is, is, is awesome. He gives kilala, he gives the kilala the ability for one kilala to destroy all the birachot, but externally a person may look at someone who is in a kelala highway and see only beracha. You could see the guy and say, I don't understand. This guy doesn't do this right. Doesn't do that right. Doesn't go do that. And look at all the beracha that he has. Looks like tremendous beracha. Meanwhile, if you looked inside, and you saw what's going on, you would see that the Biracha isn't what you think. But if the Kilala was apparent to everybody, there'd be no more free choice. So what does Hashem do? He makes the Kilala hidden in the Biracha. So the guy looks blessed. And people say, oh, you see, it doesn't matter how you live life. It doesn't matter what you do makes no difference. Because look at that guy. Look at how much beracha he had. What are they measuring beracha? Maybe he made a lot of money. Maybe he built a nice house. Maybe both. Maybe he's got a nice car. Maybe he looks great in his clothing. He's got a beracha. And by the way, could be they are berachot those. 
and they look and say, look at the beracha, look. So you see, it doesn't matter if you do right and wrong. In order for there to be free choice, there has to be the ability to live, God forbid, a kilala, and everyone would see a beracha. Because if kilalot were clear, there'd be nobody choosing anything but a, but a beracha. But then there'll be no free choice. It's an amazing thing. So Moshe Rabbeinu says, remember, there's two highways. There's a, there's a highway of beracha and there's a highway of kilala. In the first three pesukim of the parasha, Moshe Rabbeinu says, how do you get the beracha? Im asher tishmeu. If you follow the guidance of the Creator, if you follow the mitzvot, the world has a instruction manual how to live life. If you follow the instruction manual of the Creator, or you could write your own instruction manual. Most people are silly enough to write their own instructions. Imagine you buy a machine and you get an empty piece of paper and you start writing instructions to the machine that you bought. Right? Say it's pretty silly, right? But people do that all the time. Every, all day, every day. They're writing their own instructions. This is how they do it. Don't do this, don't do that. Sometimes they even preach about it. They even tell their children and they teach their grandchildren. All instructions that they came up with. An amazing thing. The Creator says, sounds, sounds very stupid when I say it, right? But that's the Amit, that's the truth. Says Moshe Rabbeinu, was very simple. If you listen to the instructions that I give you, life has a Creator. It's obvious that if you need instructions for something, you go to the Creator of that something, and you ask Him how it works. Very simple. Not very complicated. You come into this world, you know you were not a creator. You know you were created. So the one who created you knows best how to make the machine run well. So he says, if you listen to the mitzvot that I give you, the mitzvot that I command you today, that's how you get beracha. And the kilala is, if you don't listen, if you don't pay attention to the manual, the manual that I gave you today, he says, then you get kilala. If you notice in the first three pesukim of the parasha, re'eh, says Moshe Rabbeinu, anochi noten lefnechem hayom. I am placing before you today, beracha uklala. What does the word today mean? Only today? Only when Moshe Rabbeinu was talking, there's beracha uklala? Berachah is every day. Why does he say Hayom? Next pasuk. You know how you get the Berachah? If you listen to the mitzvot, Hayom. Again, today. What does that mean, today? And if you don't listen to the mitzvot, today. He says the word Hayom three times. Every one of them, unnecessary. Because the mitzvot are not for today, they're for tomorrow also. They're also for yesterday. The mitzvot are being taught to us every day. What does Moshe Rabbeinu keep repeating the word Hayom, today? So I want to tell you that in reality, 
like many things, after you study the word Hayom, you'll realize it's one of the most powerful words in your life. You'll realize that the word Hayom is the necessary possession in life for Berachat. The word Hayom is extremely powerful. And in fact, it's so powerful that it has many enemies. You know, when you see someone who has a lot of security, so you know it must be a powerful person. People are not so powerful, they don't need security. Nobody cares about that. When you see an item that has many enemies fighting it in the spiritual world, it must be something very powerful. Hayom is that powerful assistant in your life that has many enemies fighting it. Let me explain to you what I'm trying to say. What is this power of Hayom? So, Hayom is coming to explain the system of greatness. What's the other system? What's the system where it's not Hayom? Says Shlomo HaMelech in Kohelet. Kilo yeda ha'adam ed aito. Says Shalomo Amelech, a person, a human, was created in a way, on purpose, where he never knows his time. Simply translated, it means Hashem created us with a certain gibble. There is a uh, a, an ending to this world. We don't live forever. Not in the physical world. Hashem gave a, an end to every life that Hashem gives. But the way He does it is He doesn't tell us why. Some people, they make it till 13. Some people make it to 20. Other make it to 30, some make it to 40, others to 50. And it can be any day, any time. This was not an accidental part of creation. Hashem could have made it very simple. Everyone comes in, they have a certain amount, there's a check-in, check out, like a hotel. And everybody knows how long their time will be whether it will be short or long, could have been simple. But yet the Creator, in His infinite wisdom, did not do that. He did not make our life clear to us how long it will be. The reason why, if a person would know when his time would be, so... You know how people are. Why do it today? I still got another 50 years. I'm good. A 13-year-old becomes a misfit says, I have 120. I got another 100 years. I have to start now. You know how it is when they give a, a book report to kids in school? They give them, you have a month to finish it. 
You know when they start? The day before the month ends. That's how it is. What I have to do now. That's the way humans work. They like not to rush. They take it easy until the time hits. Hashem made the world where we don't know when the time hits. This way we should realize that time is of the essence because every day could be our last day. And we must live life that way, not in a depressing way. Not in a way where like you start living and start planning your will every day. That's not what we're saying. It means appreciate the time of today as if it would be the last day. Appreciate Hayom and don't think that you have time. And why is it different if I do it today or tomorrow? If you ask, what's the difference? Answer the very big difference. Because if you do it today, tomorrow will even be greater. You know, a person looks at what they have to do and says, okay, instead of doing it today, I'll do it tomorrow. I'm not worried Hashem is going to take me tomorrow. It's not so normal. I got plenty of years. I'm good. Any problem with that? He made it to tomorrow. Still a problem. It's still a problem. Why? Because the way Hashem runs the world is the more you do, the more opportunity He gives you to do more. That's the way He runs the world. So just like, for example, you have a little infant who's on the floor and they believe right now that they are from those who never walk and never crawl. You know, in a baby's mind, there are two types of people. There are people who walk and people who don't. And he's from those that don't. If nobody ever told the baby that he could walk, he would never even try. In his mind, he's from those that don't walk. That's all he's seen in his life. And even when he sees someone crawling, not really for him. And then the smart parents he has know that he's capable of so much more. A child doesn't know this. But the parents know he's capable of so much more. So what do they do? They put something in front of him. And they tell him, Ben, go get it. So he bends to get it. He really wants it. As his hand is almost on it, they take it one foot back. Could you imagine what he's thinking, this kid? What kind of cruel people? I thought they were nice, these people. Why would they do that to me? I made an effort. I went to get it. And then they put it back. Who does that? What kind of cruelty do these people live with? And then, as he's about to get it again, maybe they let him have it once. The next time, they go again. Sometimes, you see, they get angry. What are you doing? You know, for a little child, that's a very confusing situation. What, what is that? What's going on here? So what's going on? Very simple what's going on. What's going on is you have a child that's full of potential. He doesn't know anything about his potential. He thinks the most he can do is bend down and grab. He thinks the most he can do is move an inch. His parents know he can move a lot more. So they need to play with his mind in order to get him to realize how much more he could do. And that's really a mashal for life. Hashem did it that way to teach us something about ourselves. 
If you miss today's opportunity, tomorrow it's not the same one. Because if you would have done today the way you're supposed to, tomorrow the way Hashem works is He keeps giving you more. Because He knows you're capable of so much more. In other words, doing something today or tomorrow is not a question of time. That okay, so you delayed. Not only about delaying. The way Hashem runs this world is the more that you do, if you do today great things, tomorrow he'll build on those great things. One man once came to a great rabbi and says, Rabbi, I don't know what's going on in my life. Every time I get close to Hashem, I feel like he pushes me back. Every time I get closer, I feel I get knocked down. So what's going on? So he told him, you like just that baby. Hashem knows how big you can be. And therefore, when you get closer and you think, okay, I landed. I reached my potential. Hashem says, no, no, you didn't. There's more to go. And he keeps pulling back from you in order to get you higher. So when, when Hashem made the world in a way where a person doesn't know his time. So one reason is that we shouldn't think that we're here forever. This way we end up delaying and sometimes we never do it because of that. Tomorrow, 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 you never do it. But I'm telling you, even if you do it tomorrow, it's a problem. Because if you do it tomorrow, you might think, so okay, I did it instead of today. I did tomorrow. Whatever I could do today, I did tomorrow. But you don't realize that you can do more than what you did today. And if you would have done it today, tomorrow would have been a new opportunity. So when you don't do today's opportunity, you missed out on something eternally. It's not just that you procrastinated. Oh, I did it tomorrow. I delayed. No. You held back something that you could have done greater tomorrow. Today's accomplishment is the stage for tomorrow's stage. And it keeps building. So therefore, Hayom is that powerful assistant in life that a person realizes what I can do today, I don't push till tomorrow. Very opposite of the world. The world we live in, their motto is what you can do tomorrow, why do today? That's the way it works. Why? Because in their mindset, really, the purpose of life is to do nothing. is to rest. The purpose of the week is the part of the week that you don't do anything. You have to work so you can rest. But the purpose is resting. Some people, they rest to work. But most people, they work in order they can rest. This is the way they live life. So that the highest level in that world is doing nothing. So if I could do it tomorrow, why do it today? Enjoy today, live it up today, and tomorrow you work. But greatness in life doesn't work like that. It works the opposite. If you can do it today, do not wait till tomorrow. That is Hayom. Do not delay for two reasons. A, if you delay, you may never do it. And B, even if you do it tomorrow, you missed out on a greater tomorrow because today 
became tomorrow, where it could have been the building blocks of tomorrow. But there's a deeper explanation in that pasuk. The Hida Alava Shalom says a beautiful explanation. On the pasuk in Kohelet, he says that the pasuk is hinting to some other type of moment. He says, Lo yeda adam et aito. The word et doesn't only mean the time of death, but it could mean the moments of life. Says the Hida, I don't know if he said it in these words exactly. Says the Hida that every person in life is given assistance to help him in life. One of those assistants are called moments of clarity. Hashem gives in this world of darkness, it's darkness on purpose, so you can bring your flashlight and see with your free choice. But in this world of darkness, Hashem gives moments of clarity. Like a dark day that all of a sudden you see a flash of lightning and all of a sudden you could see clear. Every person gets their moments of clarity in life. In that moment, reality settles in, you see, you understand, you understand what's real, what's nonsense. You get a clarity for who you are. Not everyone's got the same clarity. Where you're living in life, where you are in life, you get a certain clarity about what you should be or should not be doing. That's called a moment. Those moments are gifts from Hashem. They're gifts. By the way, you can get that clarity anywhere. It could have been at the Kotel. You could have gotten in Kever Rahel. You could have gotten it on Kippur. You could have gotten it on any day of the year. It could have been in a great moment or a terrible moment. It could have been a class that you went to. Where you just walked out and said, wow. It's clear to me. Clear. That clarity is not normal. That clarity isn't the way this world looks. This world is a world of darkness. Where clarity isn't so clear. But Hashem sometimes will send people a gift. The gift of clarity. It doesn't last long. You have it for a little bit. It's a matana to help a person get to the next level. Says the Hida that Shilomo Melech is telling you that you never know if you'll get a moment of clarity again. How many moments of clarity will they give a person in life? Will you ever be inspired like this again? Hashem made it where you don't know. You don't know. This might be the last moment of inspiration in your life or the last inspiration of that kind because sometimes your inspiration is to do something specific. Sometimes it's in general. Sometimes you're inspired to change your life completely. And sometimes you're inspired to do something, to give charity, start learning, to start watching something in your life that you should be watching that you weren't. How many times do you get that inspiration? That moment, that et? Says Shlomo HaMelech, you never know. This could have been your last matana. This could have been it. 
So take advantage of the moments that you feel inspired. That's why great people, when they have a moment of inspiration, they make sure to cement it down with a physical act. It says that Hashem appeared to Abraham. That was a moment of inspiration. When Hashem appears to someone, it's a moment of clarity. What did Abraham do right away? He built a Mizbeach. Why? Because he didn't want that the moment should be wasted. So he did something physical to cement it down. So Hayom, Hayom is that power that tells you, listen, life isn't forever. So you keep pushing things off. Do it today. What you need to do, get it done now. Because if you lose today, you'll never make it up. And if today you have a moment, act on it now. Because the clarity tomorrow will not be the same as today. You know, Shlomo Melech Halaba Shalom in Mishlet describes beautifully the difference between greatness and foolishness. Between great people and fools. If somebody would have asked me, could you identify the difference between a great person and a foolish person? I would have said the difference. You could ask me the difference between two things that are very similar. Ask me the difference. What's the difference between Hamavadia Yosef and Chaim Kanievsky? What's the difference between them? There is a difference. But that's a question. You're dealing with two great people. But I'm asking, imagine asking, what's the difference between Chaim Kanievsky and between what are the Rishayim that are living in Israel? What, what, what's the difference? Say, what's the difference? What, 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 what's, right, what's, what's, this, what's the similarity? When things are so different, you try to find a similarity. You don't look for a difference. When things are very similar, you look for a difference. So what do you mean? The difference between a great person and a foolish person. An accomplished person or a person who is empty. What's the difference? Very different. But yet, that's why we need Shlomo HaMelech. Shlomo HaMelech says in his wisdom, he says the difference isn't what you think. It's not so big. If you look and narrow it down, you'll see there's a small difference between greatness and emptiness. One small difference. He says the difference is like this. I mentioned this pasuk before probably. He says, Et pene mevin kesil aretz. Says Shlomo Amelech, the fool, ask him, you want to accomplish me? Big. I'm going to give a lot of charity one day. One, make a lot of money. One day I'm going to learn five hours, six hours, eight hours a day. When? When I have the time. I'm going to learn ten minutes. I'm going to learn an hour a day. It's going to make me the gadol adon. What's the hour going to do? One day, when I have the time and I have the ability, I'm going to be learning hours and hours. One Today, to give charity, what's my $100,000 going to do? What's my $10,000? One day, I'm going to build building. I'm going to build yeshivot. I'm going to give millions of dollars. You just wait and see. You know how many people are on that wait and see program? They just they wait, wait and see one day. 
I'm going to make it big. You don't know the amount of chesed I'm going to do. In the eyes of the fool, don't think the fool is a person who doesn't want to be great. You should know, especially the people around us in our community, there are very, very few people. And those people are very sick. But most people have a tremendous desire to be great people, to accomplish in life, to do big things, to leave a legacy of their life. Everybody has within them a drive to become great in many areas. Don't think otherwise. You can look at a person, you say, that person, nah, they have no desire for greatness. Says Shlomo Melech, they do. They do. But their greatness, what makes them a fool, is that they see their greatness distant, far away. They're waiting for the opportunities of greatness. They're waiting to write books, because that's their greatness. But the Mevin, the great person, who has the same desire as them, the difference between him and them is he sees opportunities in front of his face. Every day, every hour, every minute, he sees opportunities. Instead of waiting to become a big Baal Hesed, the next guy he sees in front of him, that's an opportunity right there for greatness. How you talk to the guy, how you greet that person, that's already a big opportunity. You don't have to wait to build hospitals, to greet a thousand people, to help millions of people. Help this person in front of you. The small things is in front of the Mevin. And he realizes that greatness is in everything that you do. Learning an hour is huge. Doing things in front of you that might be small are huge. That is the way to greatness. So a person who keeps pushing off and pushing off and pushing off is not realizing that the greatness in front of him today is his ticket to Beracha. Beracha doesn't come tomorrow. Beracha comes today. It's not the things that you do tomorrow or that you're hoping for tomorrow. Greatness isn't built on hope. It's built on reality of today. Where is the greatness of today? In front of your face. It's in your home. It's with your wife. It's with your children. It's with the people that you work with. It's with the 10 minutes that you have extra, that you found time, 10 minutes. Go learn something. Go do something. It's in the biracha that you make. It's the small things in front of you today that is building your biracha. Biracha isn't built on billboards. Biracha isn't built on huge accomplishments. Biracha is built on Hayom. Today. Take advantage of the opportunities of today. And don't blame the situation saying it's not big enough, not grand enough, it's not easy enough. When it gets easier, when it gets greater, these are all the words of fools. Fools are waiting for the grand opportunity. The great person sees it in front of them. And as, like I told you earlier, as you do more, Hashem gives you more. You're not going to start with the grand things. You're going to start one thing at a time. Hayom. Today is the day. But there's another aspect to Hayom. 
Another aspect to Hayom is that there are many people in life, many, many, that are held back today because of who they were in their life. You know, they've been a certain type of person. They developed certain habits. They lived a certain lifestyle. And now all of a sudden they get inspired today. Hayom, they get inspired. They, they realize, oh wow, you know, I got to do things differently. Shabbat's got to be different. My life's got to look different. I got to start doing different things. I see it. I'm convinced. But they look at themselves and say, come on, a guy like me, I have a certain image. Everyone looks at me a certain way. Everyone expects from me a certain look. I have a certain, you know, uh, uh, personality. So I have habits, eh? That are very, very much a part of me. I have an image to live up to. You know, most people, when they make decisions, they measure their image and see if what they're doing now fits in their image. Like, they don't really think if it's right or wrong. They really, they think, does it fit the image that I have out there? That's the way we live life. We kind of match the image or don't. The enemy of growth is yesterday. Oh, me, you know how I've been terrible in my life. I've done so many averot. Or I've lived this way, I lived that way. You think a guy like that today? You think I could be something? This is one of the big enemies of growth. Is yesterday's habits and the image that was developed yesterday. Unfortunately, we develop an image not based on thought or, or strategy. Our image, how did it develop? And we just kind of slipped on it. We met people, we did things, we didn't even realize. And one day we wake up and we have a certain image about us. That's all accidental. Hayom, says Moshe Rabbeinu, it doesn't matter what you did yesterday. It makes no difference. Hayom, today is a new day. Today is the day that you can raise yourself to a new level. Don't let your past hold you down. Not only in the negative does your past hold you down. Sometimes even more in the positive. When a person is so accomplished, a person looks at his life and says, look how much I did. Look how much I learned. Look how much I gave. Look how many things I built. Look how many accomplishments I amassed in my life. Beautiful. You know what that does? It makes you satisfied. You start living with the great accomplishments. You know how many people talk like that? You know what I did? You know what I built? I'm not saying you shouldn't be proud of what you did. You should be. It's an important part of life. But Rabbi Hirsch, Allah Shalom, says beautifully. I mentioned the other day. I think I mentioned it also once. He says, explaining why the Torah says that the first thing in the morning the Kohen does is when he goes to the Mizbeah to start the day's work, the Avodah of the day, the first thing he does is he takes from the ashes, you know, the ashes from yesterday's korbanot, they're on the mizbeah. He takes the ashes and he puts it on the floor next to the mizbeah. The rabbi asked, why would you do that? Usually, when you have avodah, after they finish the avodah, they bring somebody, a janitor, come clean it up. So the next day you come in, ready, fresh to go. That's how you do it all the time. 
Why would the Torah command that the Kohen should go and the first thing he does in the new day, not the old day, the new day is clean up the yesterday, the ashes of yesterday. Why? Says Shalom so beautifully. He says because there's no greater danger to the success and the greatness of tomorrow than yesterday's accomplishments. Guy goes to the Mizbeah, oh, look how many korbanot we did yesterday. Ah, so beautiful. Right there is the enemy of today. When you accomplish a lot, it becomes your enemy. You say, look what I did. Look how much I learned yesterday. Look how much I accomplished yesterday. It makes you satisfied. So Hashem says, take the ashes of yesterday and put them on the floor. It's over. Done. Today is a new day. You have much more to accomplish. Don't sell yourself short. Don't be like that baby who thinks he could crawl one step. You have so much more to crawl. Don't be so proud of one step and stop right there. So Hayom. Hayom. Now we learn a few things about Hayom. Number one, time is of the essence. A, because you could lose the opportunity. And B, you'll lose the greatness of what you could have built today. A, two, Hayom. Take the moment, because today's moment may never come back. The other, other enemy of Hayom is, the other enemy of Hayom is, I already did a lot. Forget yesterday, it doesn't matter. Stop talking about what you did yesterday. Today's a new day, put that on the floor. Move on. And it doesn't matter how terrible you, you were. It doesn't matter what kind of person you've been. It's irrelevant. Today is a new day Hashem made. Hayom. He made Hayom. Hashem could have made time. Just keep going. But He made days. You know why He made days? So that yesterday is over. You start a new day. Every day is new. So that you could look at your life new again. Start a fresh day. That is Hayom. And finally, there's one more enemy of Hayom, and with this I end. One of the enemies of Hayom is tomorrow. Let me explain to you what I mean by tomorrow. You have a guy, not Shomer Shabbat. He never kept Shabbat in his life. Hazit, he never learned, he doesn't know anything. He tells him Shabbat's beautiful. Why don't you become Shomer Shabbat? So you should know that that becomes a very heavy box on his shoulders. He can't wrap his head around it. Too much. Now, let's think, what's too much? What's bothering him about keeping Shabbat? Could he keep Shabbat once? Of course he could. But what's making it very heavy? And next Shabbat too? And the following Shabbat? This whole year? The rest of my life, I have to keep Shabbat like you just told me. All my life, it's too much. Can't do it. Now, a person who keeps Shabbat says, of course, I love Shabbat. I wish there were twice a week Shabbat. But if, I'm, if you're on the outside in, you don't really, you don't know what kind of weight that is. It's not today's Shabbat that's scaring you. It's tomorrow's, the commitment. 
it's all, you take on all the Shabbats in your life at this moment. And they become very heavy. I tell you, no, start coming to shul, pray, go to learn. Today you could do, one day you could do it. Today you could do it. But you're thinking, hey, I do this tomorrow again. Again the next day. Every day. The rest of my life. Oh my goodness. I can't take on the rest of my life right now. It's too heavy, so I don't do it. Tell a woman, listen, dress modestly. It's good for you. It's the right way to be. What's the first thing she's thinking? Could she do it today? Of course she could do it today. One day, everyone could be modest for a day. Everyone could be tzanuat for a day. But what are they thinking? And tomorrow, and next week, and the party, and the wedding, and... Too much. Can't do it. Tomorrow and its weights are very heavy to carry today. Most people who don't grow, even when they're convinced, is because it's a very heavy package to think about all of tomorrow and the next week and the next month and the next year and the next I can't do it. can't do it. Sometimes people see, not only in this way, sometimes people see a great, they have a great brother who really became very special. He's learning uh, 15 hours a day. He's 20 years old. And they're like 12, 13. They look at that brother and say, forget it. I'm not that. There's no way I could be that. You know what they do? Let me choose a different road for life. Sometimes you see a great person in your family or in your life. It could be a great rabbi. It could be a great person. It could be a great father. And you say to yourself, there is no way I could ever do that. Impossible. I can't live like this. And because of that, they choose a different road. But little did they realize that that person also started like them. That person also didn't become that in one day. And they want to take it on all in one day. That's very heavy. Look at the Yetzirah. Look at the wisdom of Hashem. Look at the amazing wisdom of Hashem. When it comes to bad things, start drinking. What is the guy thinking about tomorrow? The next day? No. Drink now. Worry about tomorrow later. The guy who starts smoking, he's worried about tomorrow and how he's going to be addicted? No. It's just today. I don't think about tomorrow. Look, look at the wisdom, the miraculous creation how Hashem made it. When you do bad things, you don't see tomorrow. The only thing you see is today. And when you do great things, the only thing you see is tomorrow. It's unbelievable. It's, think about it. It's a great miracle that Hashem made in this world. If you don't see Hashem, Yad Hashem in this, you're blind. Unbelievable. You do bad things, you don't see tomorrow as if it doesn't exist. And in growth, you only see tomorrow. You don't see today. It's an unbelievable creation that Hashem made to give us free choice. Because you know what? Who can't be great for a day? You can't be great today? Of course you could. Today you could be great. Today live your life? Great. Wake up early, pray, learn, do mitzvot, act the right way, dress the right way, talk the right way. Who can't be great for one day? There's nobody that you know that can't be great for one day. Who can't keep one Shabbat perfectly? Who can't do that? Everybody could do that. 
Problem is, you have tomorrow's weight on your back. You can't carry it. Says Moshe Rabbeinu Hayom. Today, have a great day. Have a beautiful day. Today, make it great. Be perfect today. Don't think about tomorrow. Tomorrow comes a new day. Take it one day at a time. Hayom, you take on tomorrow's weight. You can never make it in life. Hayom, everyone is capable of Hayom. So Hayom, as you could see, is one of the greatest assistants in life. Hayom, take the opportunity and the inspiration and the moments of today. Don't let your past hold you up, not the bad or the good. And make sure you just do today. Be great today. You don't need to worry about tomorrow. One day at a time. And before you know it, you'll say, how did I get here? How did I end up in this place? This is the power of Ayom. And perhaps that's why Moshe Rabbeinu repeats it three times. Because there's three aspects to Hayom that we just mentioned. Have a wonderful day.